0: section three of young folks treasury volume three edited by hamilton wright maybe this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by ellen preckle don quixote section three how don quixote and sancho panza started on their search for adventures and how don quixote fought with the windmills for some weeks the poor knight stayed very quietly at home but he had not forgotten the things for which he had come back to his village there was a farm laborer who lived nearby a fat good-natured simple man to him Don Quixote talked long and often, and made many promises, among others that if he would but come with him as squire, he should be made governor of any island which the knight might happen to conquer during his search after adventures. This seemed so grand a thing to the man, whose name was Sancho Panza, that he willingly promised to come. Having got together some money, and having made other preparations, Don Quixote and Sancho Panza, one dark night, stole out of the village without a word to any one and began their adventures. Don Quixote rode Rosinante. Sancho Panza was mounted on an ass. That his squire should ride an ass at first troubled the knight not a little, for in none of his books could he remember to have read of any squire being so mounted. However, he gave Sancho leave to bring the ass, thinking that in no great time a better mount would surely be found for him. As they rode along in the cool of the morning, Sancho Panza spoke to his master about their journey, and asked him to be sure not to forget his promise about the governorship of the island. "'It may even happen,' answered Don Quixote, "'that I may by some strange chance conquer a kingdom, and then, presently, I may be able to crown thee king.' "'Why,' said Sancho, "'if by some such miracle as your worship speaks of I am made a king, then would my wife be queen?' "'Certainly,' answered Don Quixote. "'Who can doubt it?' "'I doubt it,' replied Sancho, "'for I think if it should rain kingdoms upon the face of the earth, "'not one of them would sit well on my wife's head. "'For I must tell you, sir, "'she's not worth two brass jacks to make a queen of. "'No, no, Countess will be quite good enough. "'That's as much as she could well manage.' "'Nay,' said Don Quixote, "'leave the matter in the hands of Providence, "'and be not tempted by anything less than the title of viceroy.' thus talking they came over the brow of a hill and looking down on the plain below don quixote saw there thirty or forty windmills ha cried he fortune directs our affairs better than we ourselves could do look yonder friend sancho there are at least thirty outrageous giants whom i must now fight giants gasped sancho panza what giants those whom you see over there with their long arms answered don quixote Some of that horrible race, I have heard, have arms near two leagues in length. But, sir, said Sancho, these are no giants. They are only windmills, and the things you think are arms are but their sails, whereby the wind drives them. That is but a sign, answered Don Quixote, whereby one may see how little you know of adventures. I tell you they are giants, and I shall fight against them all. If you are afraid, go aside and say your prayers.' So saying, and without paying any heed to the bawlings of Sancho Panza, he put spurs to his horse and galloped furiously at the windmills, shouting aloud, "'Stand, cowards! Stand your ground, and fly not from a single knight!" Just at this moment the wind happened to rise, causing the arms of the windmills to move. "'Base scoundrels!' roared the knight. "'Though you wave as many arms as the giant Briareus, you shall pay for your pride!' and with a couched lance and covering himself with his shields, he rushed Rosinante at top speed on the nearest windmill. Round whirled the sails, and as Don Quixote's lance pierced one of them, horse and man were sent rolling on the ground. There Sancho Panza came to help his sorely bruised master. "'Mercy on me!' cried Sancho. "'Did I not tell you they were windmills?' "'Peace, friend Sancho,' answered Don Quixote. "'It is the fortune of war.' I know very well it is that accursed wizard Freston, the enemy who took from me my study and my books, who has changed these giants into windmills, to take from me the honor of the victory. But in the end I shall yet surely get the better of him. Amen, say I, quoth Sancho, and heaving the poor knight on to his legs, once more he got him seated on Rosinante. As they now rode along it was a great sorrow to Don Quixote that his spear had been broken to pieces in this battle with the windmill i have read said he to sancho that a certain spanish knight having broken his sword in a fight pulled up by the roots a huge oak tree or at least tore down a great branch and with it did such wonderful deeds that he was ever after called the bruiser i tell you this because i intend to tear up the next oak tree we beat and you may think yourself most fortunate that you will see the deeds i shall perform with it heaven grant you may said sancho but an it please you sit a little more upright in your saddle you are all to one side but that mayhap comes from your hurts it does so answered don quixote and if i do not complain of the pain it is because a knight-errant must never complain of his wounds though they be killing him i have no more to say replied sancho yet heaven knows i should be glad to hear your honor complain a bit now and then when something ails you for my part i always cry out when i'm hurt and I am glad the rule about not complaining doesn't extend to squires. That night they spent under the trees, from one of which Don Quixote tore down a branch, to which he fixed the point of his spear, and in some sort that served him for a lance. Don Quixote neither ate nor slept all the night, but passed his time as he had learned from his books that a knight should do, in thoughts of the Lady Dulcinea, as for sancho panza he had brought with him a big bottle of wine and some food in his wallet and he stuffed himself as full as he could hold and slept like a top as they rode along next day they came to the pass of lapis here sancho said don quixote is the spot where adventures should begin now may we hope to thrust our hands as it were up to the very elbows in adventures but remember this "'however sore-pressed, and in danger I may be when fighting with another knight, "'you must not offer to draw your sword to help me. "'It is against the laws of chivalry for a squire to attack a knight.' "'Never fear me, master,' said Sancho. "'I'll be sure to obey you. I have ever loved peace. "'But if a knight offers to set upon me first, "'there is no rule forbidding me to hit him back, is there?' "'None,' answered Don Quixote. "'Only do not help me.' "'I will not,' said Sancho. Never trust me if I don't keep that commandment as well as I do the Sabbath. End of section 3